G'day and kaya and welcome to the Australians Teach English podcast, the podcast by language learners with language learners for language learners. My name is Glenn and I'm the owner and director of the Australians Teach English Institute. And it's the start of the year or still towards the start of the year. And it's a time when we we set goals for ourselves, especially for our for our language learning throughout the year. And then when we when we achieve one of these goals, we might give a bit of an onya to yourself or to someone else. Maybe even an onya Sonia or an onya Oriana. How are you, Oriana? I'm great. How are you, Glenn? I'm well, getting getting better all the time, getting better all the time. So when it comes to to goal setting and and language learning, what are what are some of the common goals do you think people people set? Um I guess more gain more fluency or um, have better vocabulary, give an exam or things like that. Good. Probably getting more fluent is perhaps the number one thing people say. Hmm. But compared compared to the other goals that you just mentioned, what do you what do you think is a main difference between saying I want to get more fluent, I want to be more fluent, and say learning I want to learn more vocabulary? What do you think is the difference between them? Um, practice, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Well, well, what is fluency? Um, second question. Uh, I think that most people think of fluency like talking as a native or things like that. Okay. So when 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 yeah, exactly. So when people say they want to get more fluent or they want to be more fluent, we sort of have an idea of what it is that they are talking about. Speaking perhaps with less of an accent, maybe being more clear in their pronunciation, maybe speaking more rapidly, maybe having a bigger vocabulary. But being fluent itself is very, very, very difficult to measure. Compare that to, I want to learn more vocabulary. Can you can you measure some other goals with language learning compared to saying, I want to be more fluent? Um, can you can you measure being more fluent? Do you think? No. Well, it's really it's really difficult. It's difficult. Uh, well, it depends if you uh, don't speak. I don't know how to say this. <laughs> um, if you are not uh, like if you talk like trabajo, uh, how can I say that? An idiot. No, that's, that's what I was going to say. Trabado, trabado. Oh, like a like if you if, if you, I was thinking you were you were tarado. No, no. You're, you're, <laughs> well, well, I mean, yes. Well, I mean, yeah, it could it could be, um, but talking sort of in a very uneducated, uncivilized matter i guess you you could probably say that politely in 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 english i mean probably a very classist view would be to have say have a very working class have a very working class accent or manner of pronunciation i mean 
But my my okay, so yes, speaking more clearly with better pronunciation, this is this is all, all these are all things that we think of when we want to become more fluent. But my counter question to this is if you learn more vocabulary, will you be more fluent? Maybe. Yeah. I think I think by definition, if you make an improvement with your vocabulary, you're probably going to be more fluent, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, it's true. So so why do you think people say I want to be more fluent and not I want to learn more vocabulary? Um second question. I don't know. I think it it's they want to do the whole combo of speaking and learn vocabulary or maybe improve their grammar. Yeah. All of these things count towards, you know, this mythical becoming more fluent, right? Yeah. But but if you want to work on your language skills every day and you're sitting there at the start of the day going, I want to become more fluent, how are you going to achieve that goal at the end of the day? Um, I think it's studying and practicing. It will be all. But what? Sorry? But what? Practicing what? Everything. Speaking. Okay, grammar, so how are you so how are you going to practice everything? maybe you are at home all day. How are you going to practice everything? Um, I don't know, different resources, yeah. videos, um, songs, I'm getting on your nerves now. I can see that. So I'll stop, I'll stop, in, I'll stop interrogating yeah, you. Yeah, you're, you're asking real questions. I, well, that's, that's, the, that's the idea with this episode. So, so anyway, the, the, the idea is that when we want to improve something, yes, we have a bigger goal, for example, you know, becoming more fluent in something. But if you're thinking about that every day, then how are you going to get that first step that's going to get you to become more fluent? And if you have an idea of what fluency is, but it actually includes a whole lot of other things, are you going to miss some things along the way? Okay, so becoming more fluent might mean practicing my conversation, I mean, practicing my listening, my grammar, building my vocabulary, all of these sorts of things. But you might think at the start of the day, okay, I want to become more fluent. Therefore, I'm not going to read this book. But you might be neglecting the fact that building your vocabulary is a part of becoming more fluent. So then how do you think we can set goals? to in the end become more fluent if we're thinking at the start of the day? Um, I think you said that goal, be more fluent. It is. I, because... You have failed. You have failed me as a student. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, but if we think of fluency as this improving vocabulary, improving grammar, uh, just try to speak and speak 
I don't know another thing with fluence. Uh, I mean, there, there are all sorts of like other words that we use, like automaticity, how, your response time to different things. All of these count towards fluency, but they are not what people are automatically thinking of when they think of fluency. So my response to this would be, how do we set goals to become more fluent? Well, practicing to start with. Hmm. Anything. It doesn't matter. And the difference between saying, I want to be more fluent and I want to increase my vocabulary, well, how are you going to do that? How can you measure I'm improving my vocabulary compared to I want to be more fluent? Well, I think it's more measurable, the vocabulary thing. Just because you start using new words and you can get more things about the context. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's more measurable. It's, it's measurable. That is, that is the key. So if I sit down and read a book in another language for 10 minutes or do a lesson, an online lesson, or do whatever, then I know, okay, yes, I am improving my vocabulary. Down the track, that will improve my fluency. But my fluency today is not measurable, but my vocabulary improvement might be. Hmm. So then when we're setting goals, what are some of the important things to keep in mind, do you think, when it comes to language learning? I think that the thing we almost know, it's the same thing that we speak all the time. You are not going to speak as an AJ and it's doesn't it doesn't worth it. Just you're going to try <laughs> and try and try and try and it's not going to happen and it, you don't need that. So setting yourself up for achievable realistic goals. Yeah. So so this is one of the keys. So okay, I I I in the last six months I've had, you know, some really, really crazy experiences with, with my with my circumstances and I've been able to apply my language learning philosophy to to getting through this as well and um, you know when I was in hospital I would talk to would talk to people and they would they would say I'm not I'm not getting I'm not leaving this hospital until I'm walking again well well yeah and so and so I, I liken that. I compared that with I want to speak like a native speaker. Okay, yeah, well, it can happen. I'm not saying that it's, it's not going to happen, but it's a very, 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 very small percentage of people that can achieve that or that are lucky enough to be able to do that. I mean, even living in Argentina for, for many, many, many years and practicing and practicing every day, I was never, ever, ever going to be able to speak like a native, even though I could ad adopt different slang terms and whatnot and reduce my accent and all the rest. So setting yourself realistic goals, because the, the danger with this is the people that told me, oh, they're not leaving until they're walking again. What do you, what do you think happened to them two months after that and they were no, no closer to walking? No, How do you think super frustrated yeah exactly 
So my injuries were very, very severe. Um, and so I actually, it's kind of a bad thing, but in, in the hospital, comparing yourself to other people's injuries and you go, okay, so they have more function than, than what I do and whatnot. So, so therefore they should recover more quickly than me. But I was released from hospital much faster than, than a lot of these other people were. And I put that down and I put that down to the fact that I said to myself, well, okay, you know, if you walk again, then that's, then that's kind of a miracle, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to wake up each morning and, and go, okay, I'm going to try and walk today. And then at the end of the day, be really upset when it inevitably doesn't, doesn't happen. Yeah. So, so my goals literally were to do a little bit more today than I did yesterday. And that was how I, how I got through it. Okay. So I couldn't wash my hair today. Well, okay. Tomorrow I'm going to try and wash my hair. You know, really, really, really simple things like that. Rather than going, well, I'm not walking today. Therefore, I'm not going to do anything. The whole day's a waste of time. Yeah. So that was, that was my, my method of actually getting, getting through it. And and keeping in mind, okay, you're open to this this possibility that you might walk again down down in the future, but also being realistic about it. To me, that is very much the same as I'm going to speak like a native, with perfect fluency, with perfect recall, understanding slang, all the rest. It's a very very small percentage of people that this happens to. And so when when we're learning a language, just like when you actually, I found it very, very similar to actually being in, in the rehab award for the for spinal injuries, the voices that you hear from outside from other people are quite are quite similar. Hmm. So when you when you hear advice from from someone when that you tell them that you're learning a language. What are some of the things that you hear from other people? Um, this is the first thing that comes up to my mind is uh, the thing of, well, tell me something, but. Uh, do you ever hear things? Language, do you, but, but, do you, but do you ever hear things like, oh, I've become fluent in three months? Yeah. Uh, download this app and start speaking like a native uh well things like that and so how does that make you feel as a language learner um i don't really get into this story uh <laughs> the, this tale of become fluent in a month but uh it's kind of weird for me it's kind of weird yeah, but does it have a ne- it has a negative impact on you, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. If, if I believe in this and I download this app and in one month I'm not fluent, it will be like, okay, something's wrong with me. Exactly. So, so all of the messaging that you have from outside about learning a language is there's something wrong with me. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Why aren't you fluent after three months, Ariana? Why I'm not fluent enough. 
<laughs> is it your fault? Is or is it just, or is it just normal? It's normal for me. It's yeah, super common. A hundred percent. But we we're always here hearing this sort of you know toxic positivity, toxic optimism, that if that if you don't achieve something, then it's your fault. When yeah. when I when I was getting messages when people started learning about what happened to me was a lot a lot of people were saying, oh, you know, think positively, you're going to be able to walk again, blah, 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 blah. And it just made me feel terrible because I knew that I knew the situation in in the back of my mind was, well, this isn't isn't going to happen. And it's not and it's not a lack of of positivity. That's just being realistic and so we've we've sort of got in a society where achieving things or not achieving things then becomes an an actual attack on you personally you you not setting goals correctly is a personal flaw of yours you not having really really high expectations of of yourself is a reflection of you personally and I think that's complete crap <laughs> because everyone has everyone has different abilities and different circumstances and and people's realities are are totally different, totally yeah. different. And so i I come back again then to trying as best as everyone can to ignoring all of this stuff outside. And setting goals that are realistic and achievable. Hmm. So, so what are some goals that you think you achieved last year? Mm, I haven't done much last year. <laughs> uh, it was a good year. I'm, I'm sure you it... did more than me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I spent six months of it lying, lying on my back, basically. Uh, I was just working and, and getting depressed. So... <laughs> it wasn't much um but in terms of learning languages i i haven't done much uh, it wasn't a good year uh, i i didn't get my my i i didn't continue having french license for example uh, and i forgot everything i knew and i'm starting <laughs> again but it's really difficult <laughs> uh, did you so... did you actually forget everything that you knew uh i don't know but it's it's more difficult than than before. Uh, so starting yeah. again is very difficult. Yeah, I've I've noticed that. So starting yeah. my lessons and things like that again has been extraordinarily tiring for me. And 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 again, this is another thing people will say to me: "Oh, it shouldn't be so tiring for you just sitting down." And I think, jeez. Um, Again, again, here is sort of the toxic positivity, the toxic yeah. optimism coming, coming. Why coming people through. is telling you that? <laughs> exactly, exactly. You know, oh my but, god! But good on you for coming for coming back to it. That's yeah. what I would say. Good on I'm you. On it. Good on you. Yeah. What's that? Good on you. <laughs> exactly. So that is our expression for today. On you. What do you What do you think? we say when we say Anya, when I say Anya, Ariana, for, for giving it another crack. Well, now you're using it on a phrase, I would say that it will replace the word congratulations 
But at first, when you gave it to me, the word with not with no context, I thought about I don't know onions or things like that. <laughs> Anya and onions. I can see. I can see how you yeah. get that. I can see how you get that. Just like I got the torado from the other. Yeah. <laughs> from the other one. So so yeah. It is kind of like a substitute for congratulations. So when when do you think we would say Anya? Um when you say congratulations. <laughs> Could you give me an example? Um Anya for wash your hair, Glenn. <laughs> small small victories i mean yeah. no, no 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 one else was was saying on you when i first was able to wash my hand wash my hair but certainly like i was saying you know on you because getting my hands above my head was actually one of the first goals that i actually set for myself um getting getting the strength back in my shoulders to be able to actually do that because it was really hard work so no no one else was saying on you to me, but like after I did it and after each time I do something small again, I do say, you know, on you, Glenn, well done. And so we do have to do this for ourselves because no one else is, is sitting there doing it for you. Um, yeah. So we would say it like in, in congratulations. And then in typical Aussie style, we like to rhyme things. So then we might say Anya, Sonia, <laughs> Sonia, as a name. And in this case, when we use Anya, Sonia, we might actually use it in kind of a bit of a sarcastic way as well. Like if you do something, if you do something wrong, what might I, what might I say to you? Um, well, you won't say Anya. <laughs> I'd probably say Anya, son. Onya son. I would I would probably say Onya Sonia. Uh, uh, Onya Sonia. Well done, Onya Sonia. That's that's probably how but yeah. Exactly. That that's that's how you might actually hear it. So are there are there any similar similar things that you do in Argentina and Castellana in Spanish for saying congratulations? Um Help me with this one. I don't speak Spanish. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. I, I spoke Spanish with you. <laughs> um, mm, I can't think of any of them. I don't know why. I, but I'm sure there is one. There has to be one. We have words for everything. Ecoparo. Mm. Yeah, it, it can be. Sosla mas. Piola. Que Maybe. piola. Que flash. <laughs> well, yeah, that can be used for many things. I think. Yeah, you can use that in or in a in sort of to express surprise, like weird, weird stuff as well. Yeah, I mean that might be sort of the one that would be most equivalent to like the, the Anya Sonia. <laughs> if you do something weird or someone does something kind of weird and you kind of want to talk about it in a sarcastic, oh, keep flash. That might be, <laughs> that might be sort of the most similar way of expressing that. 
So what what are you, some of your takeaways from from goal setting and things like this for this year to come? What, what are some of your actual concrete goals that you can measure? Uh, that I can measure lose weight. <laughs> That's my goal. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's, All right. it's super common, but I really need that. I found it. I found an easy way of losing weight. Do you want the tip? Mm, I don't know. It's called paralysis. Mm, no, I don't want the tip. <laughs> <laughs> I lost I lost 25 kilos in six months. Wow. It's a lot. Just it is just just from all my all my muscle mass from my legs. Yeah. yeah. A huge amount. Yeah. My my core core muscles and my legs. Yeah, basically lost all of the muscle from there, unfortunately. So you'd be surprised how much all of that weighs. So I wouldn't I wouldn't re- I wouldn't recommend that as a weight loss treatment. That's for mm, sure. No. <laughs> no, no, I don't think that's the way. No, it's definitely not the way. Definitely not the way. So any anyway, I mean, yes. But again, I think weight weight loss is sort of like is sort of like becoming fluent, isn't it? What if you were to say, what if you were to say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get fit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna run, I'm gonna run longer and faster compared to saying I want to lose weight. Um, because I think I'm involved in everything. I want to eat better, I want to start going to the gym. Um, um, things like that. I but do you think people? But do you think people experience the same thing when they say, "I want to lose weight"? If you want to lose to, twenty kilos to... in in three months, uh, you're going to get frustrated. But for me, I want to lose five in I don't know three months. But but I think I think saying I want to lose weight and I want to become more fluent leads to the same thing. If if you don't feel like it's happening, then you get frustrated, don't you? Yeah. But maybe you are actually fitter. Maybe you are actually eating healthier, but you haven't lost any weight. Yeah, it's true. You're right. So I think there are all all of these comparisons that we can make, and we have to be very, very careful with our goal setting and making sure that it is actually realistic and is achievable and it is actually healthy as well that it doesn't have a negative effect on what it is that we are trying to achieve. And so my advice through all of these experiences is actually, you know, set small achievable goals that will eventually get you to where you want to be at the end of the day. Because if you're only thinking of that end result and you're not thinking of the steps along the way, how to actually get there, then you probably won't get there and you'll end up frustrated and probably further behind than than where you should actually be. So that's my advice. So all of the people out there, send us us through what what your goals are. Tell us about your little achievements and we can send you a little on you about what it is that you're doing and what it is that you achieved and what you would like to achieve. So from us here at the Australian Teach English podcast, the podcast by language learners, with language learners, for language learners. It's us saying good on you to all those out there achieving your goals. See you later, guys. Hooroo. See you. Bye-bye.
For more information about the Australians Teach English Institute, go to australiansteachenglish.com or follow us on Instagram, Facebook and YouTube at Australians Teach English.